I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Thanks so much for joining us today for another episode. We're going to be talking about travel. And this will actually be a part two. We did a part one, Travel Like Us, which was episode 21. So if you haven't listened to that one, maybe go back because that one's a little more like maybe technical and logistic. We answer a lot of questions that you guys asked us, but a lot of people have been like, we just share like fun travel stories and memories. So I think we're going to kind of go a little more of that angle this time. And what else did you have in mind? Yeah, we had a few follow-up questions. So we threw in some other topics as well. Maybe finding out how, you know, someone's a good person to travel with or some tips for traveling with your partner. So we're just going to cover it all. I mean, twist our arm. Me and Allison will talk about travel any day, anytime. So when you guys asked for part two, we said, absolutely. Here you go. Let's do it. So yeah, I think we're going to start with our peaks of the week. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, and we just need to catch up because like, I know I want to hear there's a lot going on. <laughs> everything that you've been up to. Um, so I'll go first. I am at my grandma's house right now, live, already friends studio inside Bushy's house <laughs> in her office. So okay, I, wait, I feel am, like you need to say why, what's the name of Bushy for? Oh yes, okay. So our family, I think it's oh gosh, I think it's Russian Bushka. 
or babushka oh. is Russian for grandma. And so she goes with Bushy, but she's not like super Russian. Like there's no Russian accent. I don't really know how much Russian we are. Or maybe it's Polish. Oh my God. I don't even know. I'm going to have to ask her. She's going to get mad at me, but I think it's Polish actually. <laughs> Scratch that. We're Polish. It's babushka. And yeah, so it's bushy for short, but I know I'm like, people probably have no idea why I call her bushy, but I love like grandma names, like yeah, all the nicknames cute. people give their grandparents. I think that's so fun. Love yes. that. Okay. So I'm here for three days. I leave Wednesday tomorrow for a shoot with Beautiful Destinations and it's in New Jersey. It's where we're starting. So I figured I'd fly out a couple days early, see my family because my entire family is from the East Coast, like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, all that. So I'm here and then I'll be on the road for 10 days for the shoot. And then I'm trying to do a trip after the shoot. And of course, I like still don't have it planned. All I know is that I'm meeting up with Corey Faye. Hello, Corey, if you're listening in Boston on Friday the 10th. So that's all I know. I'm hoping we go to Vermont and Maine or just like even New Hampshire. Like I'm down to do whatever. I just really didn't do any vacations at all this summer. And then I was like thinking about it that I really didn't do anything. I don't know, like some downtime, actually like traveling, vacationing on my own. And so it made me kind of sad. I'm like, okay, wait, I think I'm going to add on a few days and go see those states. I haven't been to those states either. So hoping I can knock that out at the end of the trip. Yeah. I feel like you've been talking about wanting to go up there for a while. So this will be a good <laughs> yes. bucket list check. Yes. And you've been to Maine and Vermont, right? Mm-hmm. But I think this is a great time to go because maybe the yes. leaves will start changing. And I think that that's probably its prettiest time of the year. Yeah. So I've heard. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm been up to. Well, I look oh. forward to picks. I know they'll be epic. Yes. Okay. So that's my peak of the week is being at my grandma's house and spending time with her. <laughs> we went to Outback last night for dinner. <laughs> There's just like not that many local restaurants. We're in Warnersville, Pennsylvania. So I don't know. There's not that many spots, but I was down to go to a local Suave. But she's like, I go to Austin's every night. I go to this place all the time. Like, I just want Outback. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> but she wants Outback. We're going to Outback. Like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So we got a Blooming Onion. <laughs> oh my God. It's like bringing back things from my childhood that I didn't I even know. know. So my peak of the week is spending time with the grandma this week and seeing family. Love that. All right. I would say my peak of the week was just having the best sales at New Wave since New Wave's won your birthday back in June. And it definitely took me by surprise because there wasn't anything going on. And mm-hmm. I also was actually kind of ex- expecting it to be slower because I'm like, okay, school just started, especially like Thursday and Friday, like girls are back in class. Some of my regulars like went back to their seats. So I just was not expecting a whole lot, which definitely glad it's busy. But you know how when you just kind of like think it's going to be one way in your head and it's the opposite? I was just like, mm-hmm. whoa, I was not prepared for this. So this week is kind of going to be, I mean, it is intense trying to re-up inventory from that. And if you guys follow the store kind of closely each month, I kind of try to drop new collections. So September 2nd will be this Thursday. And so I already had all the things on the calendar for that. And now I'm like, whoa, I got, I got to like work double time here suddenly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, it was really awesome. And I have to say the cutest story. I didn't even tell you this. So, <laughs> okay. It was maybe fr- Friday night at like 4.45 PM. And this guy like runs in and he's like, 
hi, um, I feel like you'll be way better about this than I am, but like, I need a gift. This girl I'm talking to and she actually, like, I don't even know how she found your podcast. Like she's from Nashville and she just like loves you in the store. You're Allison Wright. And I was like, yes, that's me. And he's like, okay, well, I'm flying to meet her in Chicago and I want to get a gift to surprise her. And so we like put everything together, tried to make it all cute. And I was like, when's your flight? And he's like, um, in like an hour. And I was like, oh my God. So we put it all in this box and he like, he was so nice. It was so pure and genuine. And then I got a tag that she like was opening her package. So he made his flight. Everything was fine. I hope they had a great weekend in Chicago. And yeah, I think her name was Alyssa. So hi, Alyssa. I I don't know. It was just the cutest story. Oh my God. Isn't that fun? Wait, that's so fun. I'm yeah. so giddy. <laughs> that's so fun. Yeah, because I think they met in Spain. So there was like, she has no connection Whoa. to like us. It's not like somehow found the podcast way elsewhere. Oh my gosh. That's and then started so talking cool. to this guy and he was from, from Omaha. Omaha. Oh my yeah. God. And then she was like, wait, I I know Allison and Kara. You got to go to the store. So yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. Well, Hope she liked the gift. (laughs) Um, That's adorable. Also, yeah, if you ever go into the airport, New Wave is like literally on the way and that's a great stop. It is. I've had a lot of people that will be like, yeah, I literally just just got off my flight. (laughs) Because most people will like, you know, if they're getting off their flight and then going elsewhere, like going to Lincoln, going to West Omaha, it's like right on the way. Yeah. I've had quite a few people with suitcases and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I was there with you that one day. Yeah. Someone came in with their suitcase. That's so funny. (laughs) But, must stop on the way yeah so um, oh i guess we have your guys's peaks of the week i feel like we've been putting a little more effort into the instagram lately and kind of have our branding like lock and key so i hope you guys are liking it where it's definitely this like colorful and color is very trendy right now colorful film mm-hmm. aesthetic i guess yes yeah, so props to allison i will take Literally no credit for the Instagram. No. Um, She's our design queen. You provide valuable feedback and encouragement. (laughs) I can send messages sometimes. And we're... (laughs) Not not can, not that you don't let me, but I like just do that. I'm more of the logistics. (laughs) Yes. Kara's way better at the technical uh, (laughs) technology stuff. Um, And we're also like low key trying to make our colors like baby green and lavender because Mm -hmm. Kara loves green and I love lavender. So we've been incorporating that more into it. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but (laughs) I didn't want to just like suddenly make the whole feed green and purple, but slow transition. I love it. It's so cute. But okay. okay. Peaks of the week. (laughs) Yes. All right. So Maggie said her peak of the week was seeing her customers get packages from her. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. We love entrepreneurship, love a side hustle. Yes. Love to see it. I got one of the totes actually. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Okay. So this is another, so she lives in Wisconsin. I believe it's Wisconsin. I know I have to look, but she came down to do a little trip in Kansas city and Omaha and then stopped into the store. We got to meet, we've been like following each other for years. And so I definitely got one of the totes and put it on my store yesterday. It's so cute. Oh, that's awesome. I know. What's Insta the brand called? Let's plug it. Um, well, it's just under her Instagram at merely Maggie, but okay, she'll amazing. definitely be doing a lot more with it. This was kind of her first product drop. They're so cute. I'm looking at them I right know. now. Yeah. Do you see the totes on my story? Yes. So I cute. I bought literally the very last one. 
Yeah. I think it was when I was driving over here last week, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. And then we can plug another one, um, Bella Bren. She said she took three took time to celebrate her and her boyfriend's three-year anniversary. It's very important because when you have your own business, and especially if you're also working a real nine-to-five or whatever, it can be hard to try to justify in your brain taking the time to do social life and events and meaningful mm-hmm. things. So proud of you, Bella. <laughs> Amazing. Well, so I think we can go ahead and dive deep into today's topic of travel. I kind of wrote a few bullet points that we'll just run through about different travel topics and then sprinkle in our funny stories wherever they seem to fit appropriately. So all of these topics I wrote down are listener submitted. So the first one that was a follow-up question to our part one of this topic was traveling with friends. They just kind of wanted to know, how do you find good people to travel with? How do you know if someone's a good person or a bad person before you leave on the trip? And just like kind of navigating that whole thing. So I think the biggest mistake with this is finding out someone is a nightmare when you're on the trip. Can you agree? Yeah. Do you have any situations where that's happened? Luckily, I feel like I've done pretty well with, you know, getting good people to travel with. But I mean, I can definitely think of a few situations and I think it is just people who don't know how to go with the flow or get Mm -hmm. very stressed out when things go wrong. And I think it's kind of like newsflash. Things are going to go wrong when you travel like 1000%. And it's just going to be stressful because you're in a different environment. No one really like has their bearings and knows where they're at. Mm -hmm. I think another tip for that too, because you wrote down like notice how they are in real life. Are they like stressed out and getting antsy? I think another one would be is if they don't take initiative because I personally get really irritated when I'm traveling with someone and they just expect that I'm going to like have all of the booking information that I'm going to map us everywhere that I'm going to pick every restaurant that I'm just like a tour guide. And it's like, yo, this is a group effort. Like I'm not just here. I didn't pay to come be your tour guide. (laughs) Like just because I've traveled before, like we're going to a new destination. I don't know anything more than you do. That's Um, happened quite a bit. And like, yes, I'm sure to you too. Sorry, keep going. No, just it's just like, it snaps. gets irritating because you're like, uh, I also want to enjoy this. Like, I'm also trying to take cute photos and not just map us everywhere all the time. So, mm, yeah, definitely <laughs> can agree with that. At Brady and McKenna, my siblings, when we were in Costa Rica in March. I mean, I was happy to plan everything. Don't get me wrong. But like, if you guys don't know, I'm a travel producer. So I literally produce travel for a living and sometimes I don't want to do it on my free time. Like and wasn't it does get trip? stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, can you guys just like pick a restaurant? Can you guys pick something? Love you guys. But there were definitely moments where I was like, uh, I don't want to do everything. Cause it is a lot. Cause it's hard to keep everything straight and you know, like you just said, it's not like, oh, just pick a restaurant. It's like, oh, let me look up like the 30 restaurants in the area, read the reviews. What has the vibe? What's open? Like it doesn't just come in two seconds. Yeah. Or like, where are we staying? Well, okay. In my air, I guess, like we did book this trip like seven days in advance and like four days in advance. They're like, where are we staying? And I'm like, I haven't got that figured out yet. Leave me alone. Why don't you find somewhere (laughs) to stay? Like, (laughs) why is it my job? (laughs) Yeah. Why is it my job? You guys, this is your trip too. But yeah, I think as long as like everyone is in agreement that it's everyone's trip, like unless someone wants Mm -hmm. to go gung ho and like plan the whole thing, let them do it. Unless 
but for the most part, I feel like everyone wants everyone to collectively help because it's a mm-hmm. lot to plan a trip for one person. So, and even if you pre-plan it, like I definitely agree that like on the forefront, I'm pretty good at pre-planning. Like you said, like where we're going to stay, maybe some key mm-hmm. points. But then once you're there and in the moment, it's like, I need other people to take initiative to order the Uber to, <laughs> yeah. you know, get us moving and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like the smaller decisions within the big scheme of things. Yeah. So I helpful. think to find someone good to travel with, I would say make sure sure this person also isn't like lackadaisical make sure they're not like passive i would say find people that like are up for adventure will help you yeah good energy oh my gosh I, actually, I can't think of a time when I traveled with someone and it was miserable and they were just so negative and just like always gossiping about people, like always talking shit, like always bitching when things went wrong. I was just like, and it was only a three day trip. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was just like, how? I could not imagine doing any longer with this person. Like it was just so not fun because like things are going to go wrong when you're traveling. Like, but like it's already wrong. So we don't need to like sulk in our misery and be like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have done this. It's like, that's something I've gotten better at because I used to be like that, like getting so mad when things aren't wrong. Like, oh, we should have, should have, should have, should have. But it's like, okay, well, we're already here. So. And it didn't happen. Yeah. So so let's just carry on. Just carry on. The past isn't real. It's the past. The only thing that matters is the present right now. So. I think that that just led me to a good tip was like how you just said, oh, only three days. Like, thank God I didn't have any longer. (laughs) If it's your first time with someone, probably like a seven to 14 day road trip, maybe not the vibe, like Mm, test the waters with something that's like two to three days. And then if you guys are both like, yeah, we're good compatible, then plan something longer. Yeah. Because, oh my God, this is, I (laughs) forgot about this story. I've literally repressed it. Like as you were just talking there, (laughs) this just flashed back into my mind. I don't even feel like I should say this because I feel like I have mutual people that are like going to know, but whatever, I'm going for it. So yes, before... Clay and I started dating, like before we ever even met or anything, there was this brief person that I talked to between my ex from college and then dating Clay. And, but he didn't live in Omaha. He lived in a different place. And we had known each other in high school and I thought he was fine. And we were like, we're texting, whatever. And then he was like, well, you should come visit. And this person lived in a really cool place. So I was like, yeah, totally. Like definitely down to go. So I think it was a Friday to Monday. Thought, okay, that's fine. Like, that's pretty short, right? Picks me up from the airport. And immediately I'm like, SOS, how do I escape? I don't want to spend this whole weekend with you. Like, when I say repulsed by this man's, like, he was just the epitome of, like, egotistical, arrogant douchebag. Like I knew like there's no way that I'm ever trying to see this person literally ever again. And now I have to spend like three days with them. Like it was horrible. Like the whole weekend I was just like, I, I don't even want to say use the word hate. Cause that's so mean, but I was like, I hate you. Like we were at the <laughs> uh, uh, baseball game and I was just sitting there and I was like, okay, I'm going to like go get something from the concession stand. I literally was gone for like the entire game. <laughs> because I like needed to escape. And then I told him that my flight got, that I got changed a day earlier and I forgot that I shared my location with him. And so he dropped me off at the airport and then I was like, okay, because I couldn't, I couldn't get out of that. He was like, I'll take you there. I go to the airport and then I take the train back to my other friend's house and he screenshots my location and goes, okay, obviously you didn't get on your flight. <laughs> Stop. Oh my yeah. God. And I just like didn't respond. And then like two weeks passed and he was like back in Nebraska and he's like, do you want to hang out? And I was like, like 
literally so much no. Like I just literally swerved you and lied about you driving off the airport. I don't want to see you <laughs> ever again. Oh my uh, gosh. No, like when you are traveling so bad, like it's bad. Cause you're stuck. Like you're literally stuck. To go. <laughs> and and you, then you're spending money, like doing these things with like someone that you don't like. Oh my God. Oh my God. All of these memories are coming back. We went to this really nice restaurant for his friend's birthday or something. And I didn't even really eat meat at this point, but apparently there, this restaurant is known for this really expensive, like bite of meat. And he like made me get it. And I was like, okay, well, if he's going to pay for it, that's one thing. He didn't cover my bill at this restaurant and it was $800. <gasps> yes. Yes. Apparently this bite and because the guy like split the apps like among everyone, which was kind of, I don't know, like it was like the nicest restaurant in this city. And yeah, my, my split, like they got like the most expensive bottle of wine or whatever. And I thought, okay, well, he's going to pay for it. Like I didn't want to come here. Like he made yeah. me. Yeah. So that was just the icing on the cake. Literally the most expensive meal I've ever had in my entire life. And it was repulsive. Oh. <laughs> or it's not my kind of my. God. Oh my God. I really repressed all of that. I know. And you just talking brought up more things for me, but I just can't, I can't go there. I don't even want to open that can of worms. Uh, Speaking of that though, when you're traveling or just even going out to eat in general, what is like best etiquette for group dinners? I hate group dinners. Yeah. I just feel like no one's really happy with it. Yeah. You're only talking to the two or three people next to you. So Mm -hmm. why even go with like a big giant table? That just makes no sense to me. And then you have to wait so long usually for that table. You have to wait so long for the table. You have to wait so long for your food. The checks are a nightmare because it's Mm -hmm. like, who ate this app? Let's just split all the apps. It's like, well, I didn't even want the apps. (laughs) Like, yes. You're so right. Or like people drink. Like I don't drink that much at restaurants. Like, so then it's like, I'm paying for your wine. Like kind of what you said. Like, yeah. Like we, this was not an even split. I had half a glass of <laughs> yeah. wine and you had two bottles. Like, no, we're not splitting this amongst the table. Yeah. I would say in a really big group setting, then maybe have people go to like two different restaurants or something like, yes. hey, yeah. the people that are maybe like vegetarian or maybe want something like a little healthier, you guys go over there. The people that are like trying to have like burgers and steak or like something more casual, like you guys go there. And I think that's probably a good tip in general for big group travels is you don't have to do every single thing during the whole trip together. Like you Mm -hmm. can totally branch off in other little small groups. Like if someday people want to stay at the beach, go to the beach. And the other day, if people want to go on an excursion, they can go. Not everyone has to do every single thing together. I love that. And that was one of the things I wrote down too, because I wrote down like, what's the best number of people to travel with? And it really depends. But like sometimes those big group trips, like with nine people like that, for that exact same reason, I love those big group trips because people can do like their own things. Like I went on a big group trip to Hawaii in 2019 and there were like four people that loved going out to eat, loved spending like, you know, those big checks at restaurants for like finer dining. Like that was our thing. And that wasn't my thing, but I was able to hang out with the other four people that, you know, wanted to spend time elsewhere, just like wanted to cook at home and stuff. So like that was perfect and everyone was happy. So I like that. Like I think those big group trips for that reason is like a plus. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't want to do something, like, let's say everyone's going to go on this zip line excursion and you're just like, I literally don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Rather than going and like just being miserable and being mad that you had to pay for it and whatever, just be like, yeah, actually I'm just going to like stay at the Airbnb and like walk around today. Like it's 
kills the vibe of the whole group if someone is partaking in one of the activities that they clearly don't want to. So just spare everyone and like, yeah. don't do part of it. And that is a good point too, because even if, you know, everyone left and you feel like you're wasting your vacation, just chilling and like walking on the beach, you're just like being at the Airbnb, like that's still alone time that you're like mm-hmm. rejuvenating. Because I feel like I used to be like, go, go, go on trips. But I feel like after reading The Power of Now, I more appreciate those slower moments and still realize that that's still like a powerful moment of travel. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I could have used those three hours to go see something new. It's like, well, we just sat and like relaxed. And that happened on our Columbia trip, actually. Remember the morning we were leaving Columbia, we had like a flight at like 4 p.m. And we talked about maybe, you know, going out and exploring and like that morning. But we had to check out of our Airbnb at 10 a.m. It's like, okay, where are we going to put our suitcases? And then you suggested, you're like, let's just sit at this cafe, get a nice like slow breakfast and just like work and chill until we had to leave at like 1.32. And that was like totally not something I had thought about, but it was so much better than like trying to run around and like do a bunch of things last minute. Because in my mind at that point, I was like, well, we haven't seen everything. Like we haven't done this, this and this, but it's like, no, I feel like that was way better, you know? And that was still like yeah. a great travel moment. It didn't have to be like it running was, around I, like crazy. Thinking to of it, I actually like loved that cafe so much. Like yes. it was so cute. We had such a cute breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were like really present. And then we weren't like stressed out getting onto our flight or anything. Yeah. So even those like moments where you're not doing anything are still really fun and can be special. Yeah. Because the point is that you're just at a new place. Oh, I think we could talk about the difference of being like, are you at the destination for the destination or are you at the destination for the people you're with? So for example, if you're on a bachelorette party, you're probably mostly there for the people. Like it's Mm -hmm. about the bride, it's about the girlies getting together, whatever. It doesn't really matter where you are. But if you and a friend have been saving up and all you want to do is go to Paris, you're not probably going just to spend time with that person. You're like going Mm -hmm. to go to Paris to like see the history, walk the streets, try the food. And so just being cognizant of like how that dynamic is very different because then like you you don't want to just sit at the hotel with your friend in Paris. Like that's when you want to like go out and go and do things. But if you're, you know, maybe in Vegas and you're with the girls, it might be fun to hang out at the hotel and like spend more time getting ready and like dance around and like jump on the bed. It doesn't really matter as much because it's the company that you're doing it for. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's so true, but I've never heard anyone say that. That's such an interesting concept. I love that. It is true. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Cause that's kind of how I feel about mine and Clay's road trip was we weren't doing it to see anything. Like it was solely just to spend like undistracted time together and Mm -hmm. get to know each other better. This was like years ago. And so it was like, we're not rushing to any next city. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter what restaurant we eat at or like where we're staying because we're solely just here to spend time together. And the scenery enhances it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I love that. Well, with that, I think we can talk about traveling with a partner. That was another listener Mm -hmm. submitted topic request. But yeah, I think like you said, spending time with someone abroad or else like elsewhere outside of your hometown can be so much fun and like such a cool way to like grow your relationship and like explore a new location. Yeah. What are your thoughts on traveling with a partner? I think you just need to know what your partner absolutely doesn't like and what they do enjoy. So for me, I, when Clay and I started dating, I loved going to like a big city and going to museums and eating vegan food and trying all these restaurants and coffee shops. And Clay's type of travel was like, take me to Montana 
Montana with like a 40 pound backpack. Like I want to sleep in a tent with like mm-hmm. possibly bears around me and like no technology. <laughs> so if you know that you guys like very different things, like be open about that. And so when we did the road trip, we would kind of bounce between like going and visiting a waterfall and going for a hike. And then that evening going into the city and doing something that I enjoyed, like kind of having the ebb and flow. So like both people are happy. And rather than meeting in the middle and doing stuff that neither of us really wanted to do, it was like, okay, full send. I'll go on this hike with you. I'll get muddy. And then full send, we're eating vegan dinner tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Because that way, like rather than you both not really being happy, at least one person is like, thriving mm-hmm. for a moment and then you know it makes you happy to see them like super happy and in their element and you might end up liking what they suggested yeah and not even have known it exactly i feel like there's definitely been times where my friends wanted to go to a museum or just somewhere in general that i was like i don't know about this it just like wasn't on my radar but then i ended up loving it so yeah same thing with the partner if they suggest something that is out of your comfort zone or just like something you don't think you'd be interested in doing things like while traveling i feel like just makes it more magical anyways and maybe it is an activity at home you would never do but in a new location like in that once in a lifetime moment i feel like that stuff always ends up being fun Absolutely. Do you have any examples? You mean like swimming with dolphins or something? (laughs) Um, I think like, I know I have examples with my friends, but not necessarily with my partner. But no, I think like just kind of with that Connor recently, when I went to Cabo and I got to bring someone, I got to bring a plus one. Connor really didn't have any interest in going to Cabo. He's like, you know, all inclusive. I have so many allergies. I can't really eat at the resort. I don't really like drinking. So instead of like forcing him to go and being like, come on, like stopping lame. I was like, you know, what? I'll just bring my sister. That works out. And she'll be stoked. Yeah. She was stoked. Like she was so happy that I brought her. And then yeah, Connor's vibe right now is more of like driving somewhere so we can bring Margot. <laughs> and like, we'll do that at some point. But yeah, just kind of like that example, like not forcing that person to do something that they yeah. don't want to do. Exactly. I think maybe Clay and I mentioned it on ours, but two summers ago, he has three brothers and they all have wives or girlfriends and they were going on this 10 day backpacking trip to Montana and they were going to carry everything in their backpacks. Basically, like I said, no cell service. And I think the mileage was between like eight and 10 miles a day eating like random canned packaged stuff. And I was like kind of getting crap and pressure from his family. Like, you're not going to go. Like everyone is going, all the siblings are going. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to go. Like that's so long. That's like 10 days plus like commute and his cousins were going. And I was literally the only one that didn't go. And I just knew I wouldn't have fun doing that. Now mm-hmm. I actually probably would, but it was also kind of the first time that I would have been with any of those people. And I was like, I don't want to be the negative Nancy that ends up going and then ruins everyone else's trip because they're like in their element. And I was so happy I didn't go. And one of the other gals ended up being like low-key kind of miserable. And I was like, dude, you should have just sat it out. You didn't have to go. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think it's so much better just to remove yourself from the situation before it even happens than to be the person that ruins the trip. Because everyone's spending so much money. Yeah. Like you have to be respectful of other people's money too. And like, if you just know that you're not going to vibe with it, that's, I feel like that's the honorable thing to do is to just 
not go. And I think in hindsight, those people will realize that you did the right thing, but it might be hard for them to realize at first, like, ah, oh, they're, they're missing out. But it's like, no, that was a good, you that guys, was for a good I reason. did that for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Cause then Clay like had to carry her bag like half the time. And he's like, okay, then that like sucked ass for me that I have to carry <laughs> yeah. two backpacks. Like, yeah, just things like that. Being aware of how you are in the new situations too. Like if you're someone, I think we you kind of put this on there, that does get really, really stressed out, then maybe not having an itinerary that has like a lot of things on the list. Like let's <laughs> yeah. be here at this time, let's be here at this time. Just maybe do it once you get there. Yeah. Or if that gives you more peace of mind to have it booked before, do that. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to become a different person when you're in a new destination. So how you act... <laughs> At home is how you're going to act amplified while you're on a trip. So true. Okay, next thing we want to talk about was packing. Pack like us. So this is another listener submitted travel topic. But packing is very important because on one hand, you obviously are spending a lot of money to be in a new location and you want to pack the best, like cutest outfits that make you feel good, but are also functional for those specific places. But then on the other hand, you do need to be realistic and not overpack. Because if you go anywhere where maybe Europe or just like anywhere where the roads aren't paved Mm -hmm. well, like those cobblestone streets or like any type of hill, you're going to have to lug your luggage around and you have to like balance, bring enough stuff so that you're loving what you're wearing, you know, feel confident where you are, but also like, I don't know, not overpacking because it's like a serious issue. It is. I think I just realized, did they name luggage? Cause you look like- That's I wrote. It's, this ba- it's like this baggage that you're lugging. Yes. I was, when I was writing the outline, I wrote, lug your luggage. And I was like, whoa, light bulb. Whoa. <laughs> so I can definitely attest to that. I remember mm-hmm. being in Greece and I had a, a checked bag size. Oh yeah. Okay. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like a big, big suitcase because mm-hmm. we were we did five days in Greece and then five days in Berlin and it was like kind of wintertime Berlin. So I just like had to take a lot of stuff. And yeah, there was like no escalators in Greece. Everything was cobblestone, so many hills. And I was just like, F me. I wish I would have brought a carry on so bad. Like mm-hmm. I didn't need as much as I thought. And it can definitely hinder you when you're having to <laughs> carry a 50 pound suitcase up three flights of stairs. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. And no, it's horrible. It's like actually the worst. When I went to Morocco for this shoot, we literally, our lead producer who is Moroccan, he's local. He was like, you should stay at this hotel because it's the only hotel in Chef Shawan where you can like pull up and you guys have all your camera gear. You've got suitcases Mm. for three weeks. Like he's like, trust me, book this hotel. And it was like, we literally pulled up, got our suitcases out. But if we picked any other hotel, we would have had to lug all of our stuff through the streets. Like, so if you are unable to pack light, maybe try to coordinate the hotels that you don't have to go up all the winding streets. Cause that's probably anywhere in Europe or I don't know, a lot of different locations. I also feel like bringing more also gives me anxiety more about like losing my luggage. Yeah. Because that like with, you're like, oh my gosh, I have all of these expensive things, like all of my favorite things, all my nicest stuff to where if you're like, well, it's not great. You don't lose your carry on. But if you do, it's not like your entire wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what I wrote down. Like I always try to do just carry on only if I can, because you will literally never lose your luggage because you're never checking it. You're carrying yeah, it on the plane. By you. And then you can just walk off the plane 
once you land, like you don't have to go wait at baggage claim. Like when I was in the Philly airport two days ago, I waited like 20 minutes for my bag. It was so long. Horrible. So you could have been out and about running around <laughs> with your carry on. Mm-hmm. And this is also giving me flashbacks to the time in the New York City subway. So Karen mm-hmm. and I, when we went to Columbia, it was cheaper for me to fly New York to Columbia round trip and then to Omaha than, than to try to get Omaha to Columbia. So we were like, okay, cool. I'll just like come hang out with Kara a little bit on both ends. So my carry-on suitcase cracked and it was one of those hard show ones cracked and broke on the trip. So Kara thankfully had a big checked bag that was Brady's at her apartment in New York. So we were like, cool, I'll use this on my way back and then I can just give it to Brady when I get to Omaha. And that thing was so big and so heavy. And when we were riding up the escalator in the New York City subway, the bag was so heavy that it like fell. And then I tried to grab it and it pulled me down. And guys, it was actually probably, it was so embarrassing. It was like when you're trying not to cry out of embarrassment, but the escalator literally ate my shin and your eyes. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was at 7 a.m. too in the morning. Yeah. We're trying to go to yoga class and it was just like, yeah, literally ate your leg. Yeah. Like ripped through my pants. Like my whole (laughs) shin was bleeding. And then so we, well, I was like upside down because I like fell down it and I like smashed into like a couple people. And then they're like trying to put me up, but like as the escalator is moving and then, you know, like you get to the top and everything's like, it was so chaotic. And then when we like kind of got to a spot, you were like, are you okay? And I was like, I honestly can't look because I could like feel like the singeing burning and I knew it ripped my pants. I knew it was bleeding. And so then we like get to the yoga class. I obviously did not go to the yoga class. Kara worked out. I went to Walgreens to like package up my leg and yeah literally all as a result of having too big of luggage pretty much and people in the subway being assholes and everyone well I guess they're not assholes they're just in a rush to get to their lives but yeah and if I would have just had like a tiny and camp. overcrowded like the subways are overcrowded and disgusting like mm, yeah but I do I do think probably if I would have if my carry-on wouldn't have broke I probably wouldn't have fallen and then the other well because the reason that I switched to the big bag was like well while you're at work I'll go thrift so then I can just put everything in the big suitcase remember so it wasn't like no one did anything wrong it wasn't like the suitcases fell it was just an unfortunate it's a series of unfortunate events yeah so with that what do you think is a good carry-on bag because I kind of wrote down like those away bigger carry-on bags like I feel like that's the blueprint so you don't have to get that bag but I would go look at their website do you know what I'm talking about that away bigger Mm -hmm. carry-on I would go look at those dimensions and then maybe like go shop online for different ones that have those same dimensions because the away bigger carry-on is kind of like the I don't know the Mercedes of suitcases, I guess. I don't know. It's like the nicer suitcase, but I think those dimensions are like the biggest you can bring on a carry on. So that's what I did. I like saw those dimensions, went to a cheaper website, found one for $80. That was the same, you know, height, weight or height, width, whatever. And saved like $200. That's from e-bags. I actually really like e-bags. So the big thing with away is like, they have a lifetime guarantee like if your bag breaks with away, you can go get a new one. They'll send it to you, but so does e-bags. So like, I don't think people realize that other companies do that too. Mm-hmm. And mine was $80. And I think the away one is $280. So dang. Yeah. That is good. Mine's a Samsonite. Yeah. That's a good it's one like too. this baby blue. And yeah, I think it was like 250 Okay. But 
I love it. And super random. I got it at Kohl's. I like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what was going on, but I think my grandma was like at my dad's house. This was like over Black Friday time. And you know, mm-hmm. they've got the catalogs out. And I was like, wait, that's actually like my dream suitcase. It's so cute. So I like went to Kohl's and like when I saw it, I was like whipping around, like moving it around <laughs> in the store and like riding it. And I was like, I can't wait to use the suitcase. And now I love it so much. And I like take such good care of it. And it has like, so many nice zippers and going more, I guess, into actual helpful packing tips. You like to use cubes. I like to use different bags because the Mm -hmm. cubes are too bulky for me. Yeah. But I, oh my God, I I don't want to throw you under the bus, but guys, Kara's suitcase is so funny. I can't. (laughs) That's the actual suitcase. The messiness of it. Uh, It's because you have to carry so many things usually. You've got like your microphone and all your things and- Every no, time don't make excuses like, for me. I'm just a slob. That's actually why. Don't even. <laughs> no, it's just because there's a lot going on, but you'll like open it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Did a bomb go off inside your suitcase? How do you find anything? <laughs> okay. I will say when we went to Columbia, is this like Columbia you're talking about? I had not been using No, crack- when you, oh no. When you came to my apartment at New Wave <laughs> even, and you were like standing on, and I was like, I will get it for you. And you were just like standing watching and I was like repacking it like all nice. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was like not long ago. ago. That was like six months ago. I have no excuse. <laughs> I just, it doesn't come naturally to me. I feel like you just have a brain that can like pack well. Like you just see it. I just don't see it. I just can't. Like you were just like putting everything together like a very nice puzzle. And you'd probably, lie. yeah, I definitely had a bomb go off at my luggage three days ago. Cause like at the end of packing, I just threw all the stuff on top and like sat on it and zipped it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is that makes me so uneasy, but it works for you. Like it doesn't bother you and it's your suitcase. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm just but, remembering like flashbacks to our Instagram stories in Colombia, And it was like my suitcase on the left. Everything's just like disheveled. The whole living room. The Her whole, suitcase was across the whole living room. And then yours is on the right and everything's like so organized. And I'm like, pick which one you are. And it was like, <laughs> it was like 50, 50, like people choosing which one they were, but so funny. Yeah. Well, what's your best tip for being like that? How do you stay like that? I just that? keep it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep it packed the whole time. Yeah. So every time I use something, it just like, or if I'm like trying on different outfits, everything just goes back folded exactly as is. And then I don't feel like anything is ever really dirty and it stays nice. Mm-hmm. And usually on one side, I'll either split it and put like like the athletic clothes there or the more like sleeping clothes. And then that way- the stuff that you need more of the time is on one side. Yeah, I think that's good. And just not bringing a lot Mm -hmm. and bringing items that can come packed. So like a bunch of tiny little tank tops or like lightweight little cardigan things, leggings rather than sweatpants, Mm -hmm. like a a smaller long sleeve as opposed to like a huge chunky sweater, just so you can have all those options, but fit them all. Yeah. And that kind of even goes back to what we were saying last week's episode, like, bringing the basics and then like using smaller accessories. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you're really good about bringing scarves. Is that something you like to bring? Definitely. And you can wear, you can so wear it as ways. a bandana, mm-hmm. wear it as a top. You can tie it onto your tote bag. And it says like a button down, button downs are great because you can wear it over a bikini. You can wear it with jeans, mm-hmm. you can wear it over a dress. And I, do you like to like try your outfits on before you leave or do you just kind of wing it? No, I definitely try to get everything 
on mm-hmm. at home. Make sure it works because that's the worst. When you pack something, you're like, oh my gosh, this doesn't even work with anything. So you just wasted a spot in your suitcase or something. Mm-hmm. Literally. It doesn't even look good with anything else you packed. Yeah, I would agree. I tried it all on before. And then I pack things as outfits. So rather than putting mm-hmm. like all the jeans together, say, I like pack the outfits on top of each other. I think that's really smart. Intersection. Any other things? Yeah, when do you pack? If you have a flight, let's say at noon on a Sunday, do you pack in the morning that day? Do you pack the night before? Do you pack two days in advance? I would probably pack like Friday, probably two days. Start getting like the the outfits ready and like the bigger things. But then I don't pack the toiletry type things usually until like that morning because I try to go through my normal morning. And as I use something, it's like, (laughs) okay, yes. And I have to, that way I don't forget things. Like, it's like, okay, there's my hairbrush. Now it goes in the thing. Oh, there's my toothpaste. Now it goes. Mm -hmm. And you're not like trying to pack things away as you're trying to use them and then accidentally forget stuff. Yeah. I do the same thing. I think that's a good tip. And definitely have a checklist. Mm-hmm. I just use the notes with like the bubbles. Yeah. Because, you know, you'll be like driving around, say you're like running errands Saturday. And then you're like, okay, I can't forget like my portable charger. Like definitely make a list and then like triple check. Yeah. I'll start making that list like three days in advance and just like yeah. up until that morning. Or like I'll literally be laying in bed at 11 p.m. Yeah. and I form be like, oh my God, I cannot forget my retainer. And I, I will get up out of bed and go get my phone Me and too. write it down. Because I'm like, that is more important than me getting sleep right now. <laughs> Literally, I have that same thing. Do you get like um, anxiety? Like if your flight is at say 8 a.m., you gotta be at the airport at six. Like, do you sleep well the night before? I sometimes, it depends. If it's a early, if it's a 6 a.m. flight, I usually don't sleep very well because I'm waking up at four <laughs> like mm. or 3.30. I've just gotten used to that feeling, like that like gut feeling where you just like mm-hmm. have anxiety. But getting pre-check helped so much with my like, missing a flight anxiety. I don't know why I get anxiety like that because I really don't have that bad of anxiety anywhere else in my life, but I always get like nervous about missing my flight because I've just been in so many airports where like things just happen and you just get delayed so long checking in, like leaving Cabo, for example. Like I think Mm -hmm. I talked about it on the podcast, like things just went so wrong and I was like, we got here so early. Like why is this, or not that, we didn't get there that early, but I think that was the point of that story I didn't get there too early but like things just always go wrong and even if you're like you've got the pre-check you get there at a reasonable time like oh I still just happens. stuff just happens like it's so yeah have you ever missed a flight um I never had missed a flight until like a couple years ago I missed my flight and it was like devastating I was so mad at myself where were you what was the situation so it was Right before, it was probably like two weeks before I accepted the job at Beautiful Destinations. I was flying in Nashville with this other company that I was working with at the time. So that was like bad. I had to like quit that job right after I went and traveled with them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I still feel bad about that to this day. But yeah, it was a conference in Nashville and the flight was like 9 30 10 a.m and I hadn't packed I was just gonna pack that morning so I'm like okay it's just like conference clothes it's not that hard well I woke up and it snowed like four or five inches and I was like oh you're kidding so I had a shower I had a pack I was leaving the house with like an hour and a half to go and then it took like instead of taking 25 minutes to get to the airport and like being there an hour early like really pushing it it took like 45 to 50 minutes to get to the airport and I ended up calling Southwest and okay. So there is a rule called the flat tire rule. Have you ever heard of this? No. 
I know this is like bad, but if you get a flat tire or there's like some situation that is out of your control, they'll let you like change your flight for free. I don't know if they would have let me just take the later flight for free anyways, but I kind of told them, I was like, I'm stuck in traffic. Like the snow is so bad. Like we can't move. And I was like literally on the verge of tears. And they're like, we'll just get you on the two o'clock flight. It's fine. Wow. But my mom was so mad at me. (laughs) She just took me to the airport. She's like, you're sitting here all day. This is your, like, you cannot, you missed this conference. Now they're waiting for you. Like she was so mad, which is like rightfully so. Like, yes, I was an idiot and like messed that up 100%. Oops. So I definitely cried. But yeah, if you ever get like a flat tire on your way to the airport or there's like an extenuating circumstance that is out of your control, call the airline and say like flat tire rule and they should be able to fix it with no fees. Wow. Yeah. The things that's, you that's learn as a traveler. <laughs> I feel like I have peace of mind, not that this would actually end up happening, but being so close to the airport, I'm like, if all else fails, like I will run there. Cause I I have ran from my apartment to the Omaha airport, like, I don't know, probably 30 times. Mm -hmm. It's like six miles away. So before I would miss a flight, I would be running, running (laughs) with my suitcase. Just the backpack. I'll buy things when I get there. I'm making this flight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Somehow I'd never, I've never missed one. I know. But I've had so many close calls it is ungodly like actually every single time I get on a flight it's a close call I I, I can't that's how one of our coworkers was at BD and he would be in charge and he would he just like loved the drama of it and I'm like no we are not yeah. doing this like I swear he I just liked like it in the general and rush yes yeah. I swear I'm like how how late can I leave my apartment to give myself absolutely no leeway time and make this super stressful yeah because you know okay Karen and I were talking Kara procrastinates, but I'm late to everything. And I don't procrastinate, but you're always on time to things. And you would think that the two kind of go hand in hand, <laughs> but they, I don't know, like I, we were recording at uh, 9.30 and I opened the door at 9.30. Mm-hmm. Like, God forbid I'm ever five minutes early. But then you're really late on like, not late, like big project things. You're like pushed to the last minute, oh, packing yeah. at the last minute. But so weird. Yeah. But then you'll be early for recording every week I don't know I don't don't know know either I can't explain it I think I'm just all over the place I think my head's (laughs) in the clouds I think that's what it is but and for me being last minute I just like to I don't know I I don't want to be like it's a Pisces thing it's a Libra thing but I feel like it is (laughs) why explain I feel like I feel like Libras because you're also like a four anyway I don't know Mm -hmm. if this is Enneagram or Libra but I feel like you just have your style and it's different than like usual people. So like if it takes up until the moment to like do your style and like be who you are, then that makes sense. So I feel like Pisces, I just don't have realistic grounding of the worlds, <laughs> like on how time works. So I just push things off. Does this make any sense? Oh, actually it does. No, it's a oh, Libras are with the scale and the balance. I have the most amazing perception of time. Like I could not look at a clock all day and I know exactly to the minute what time it is. And like every morning when I'm opening New Wave at no- or on the mornings I open New Wave at noon, I could be like at the grocery store at 1140 and exactly know the 20 minutes leading up how I will exactly fit everything in. Because I'm like never late. I'm just exactly on time. Yeah, no, and I feel that. I don't know. But you're right, it is that. Which, speaking about science for a second, I've been reading this book, well, two books, one called Cosmic Power and one called Star Power. And I can like, I'm getting to the point where I can guess people now. That's crazy. I guessed Clay's um, moon and rising immediately. 
And this girl came in, I was telling her about it and I guessed hers and I'm just starting to like tell. And then Clay and I were going through some of our friends when we were driving to Kansas City and I would guess and we'd like look up their birthday on Facebook. (laughs) I was like, wait, this is all adding up. Wait, that's I understand. so funny. The I Facebook like, thing. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. Look at their birthdays. Well, if I like don't vibe with someone at all, I'm like, what's their birthday? <laughs> I gotta know. Gotta know. Well, I didn't realize that Aries is the opposite of Libra. And so usually they don't really like each other that much. And literally every time I don't like someone, they're like an Aries. It like always makes sense. I used to get those two mixed up. That makes that doesn't make sense, but I always got those two. I like I thought you were an Aries for like the longest time, and then I'm like, no, it's Libra, Connor's Aries. Oh, sorry, Connor. no, I, I it's I feel like people don't like Aries. I feel like that's a thing. They're like crazy. But I don't get I how Gemini, that's Connor. Gemini is the most hated one. I think. Yeah, but I love Gemini's. Yeah, I think that's because I think a misconception. Because even Amber was talking about that on our third episode. Yes, and I feel like yeah, I feel like that I'm a Gemini know. rising, so I have no hate to Gemini's. I like Gemini's. They just, I just vibe with them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everyone has their, you know, what they vibe with and what they don't. And looping that back into travel, check their sign before <laughs> <Yes>. you go. <laughs> Think about like the people that you don't like and find the common correlation. Guys, I'm not going to be, or I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't vibe with Sagittarius. So if you're Sagittarius, we'll have to like work Sorry. through it. But <laughs> I think like I'm three for three for like not vibing with Sagittarius people. I don't know why. If you're a Pisces and you know why, let me know. But isn't it so interesting? It is weird Maybe how the opposite. I mean, who I knows? Know. Causation doesn't equal correlation, but like I'm pretty convinced on that one. <laughs> Do you like Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't be friends though. Is she a Sagittarius? Yeah. She's the most like, what do you, it, like epitome yeah. example Sagittarius. I don't know. I just... But also there are people that are other signs that I don't vibe with either. Who knows? I love other Pisces. <laughs> if you're a Pisces, we'll be like best friends. Just saying. All my, oh, like Virgo? some of my best friends are all like Pisces. Really? Yeah. Cute. Virgo is the opposite of Pisces. Oh yeah. So anyone whose birthday is like right now. Wait. Oh wait. We don't get along? Or we do get mm-hmm. along? You, uh, they're the opposite. Huh. Because Virgo is really practical and grounded but then I'm like, I have pie. some of my close friends are Virgos. And I think that makes sense because like they are what I don't have. <laughs> so it's nice to have that. Like, I don't not like them for that. I admire their I guess, organization. I guess there's a difference between being opposite signs okay. and not being compatible. Yeah, I think there should I still, be. I don't think I've got to this chapter yet. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, we're like, um, I'm only a fourth of the way into the book. Let me study up, come back with new information. But, yeah. Well, okay. I think we've just anyway. butchered the astrology talk. I'm, if you're still here, <laughs> I think. Do you have any final thoughts on that? No, I hate myself. I know I'm I hate gonna, myself for going go through that, but it had. I just had to say it. Okay, let's go back to the outline. Do we have any last eyes to dot, T's to cross? You know, I budget? think we did want to talk about budget, but I think that's going to have to be another episode because we are hitting the hour mark. But... We, I mean, we say this every single time we write these outlines, there is so much to cover. Like we could talk about budgeting for a trip for an entire episode, like for an entire hour. Yeah. And budget is just so up in the air. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to even tell someone to budget for a trip. I know. I think spark notes I wrote down because the question was like, how do you budget for a trip? How do you know how much to save? I think you just save more than you 
ever could think you would need ever. Like I would say, <laughs> you know, if we're just going to throw out a number, two to $3,000 is a good amount of money to save for a trip because flights, accommodations, mm-hmm. food, that all adds up so fast. So yeah. Amen. And the last thing you want to be stressed about is like nickel and diming $10 things mm-hmm. when you're traveling. Like the $10 things are not even going to be, you're not even going to be able to think about that. You got to think about things in like 50 to a hundred dollar chunks, yeah. I think. So I think we definitely have way more thoughts about that, but maybe we'll do another episode. Maybe we'll throw it in our Patreon about budgeting. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be like spreadsheet. Like it's a very visual thing. Mm-hmm. I do on my website, alisonwedig.com under journal, I do have the spreadsheet for when Clay and I went to South America and we spent only $30 a day. I have every category, how we spent it, what, all of that and a bunch of tips on there. Yeah. Obviously it's South America, but if you're really looking for a super budget trip, we just did that to see if we could even do it. Yeah. And we could, so it's possible. Yeah. I think another good website for that same thing, if you're trying to travel super cheap, check out Nomadic Matt. Have you ever read his blog? Oh yeah. He has some He's really great. good tips for that as well. So I think he was like my OG travel inspo in like 2000. Yeah. He's an OG blogger for sure. <laughs> um, He's got everything. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, hopefully you guys learned some good things about traveling or just enjoyed us <laughs> rambling about astrology. Yeah. Yeah. Part three coming soon since we didn't cover anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know we still have to cover like budgeting, maybe like, an episode where we talk about destinations. Yeah. Destinations we want to go to more funny stories. We, I just like, can, can you guys, uh, suggest just a funny stories one? Because we have so many funny stories. No, we should just, we need to go for it. We just need to send that episode because the bats <laughs> in Columbia, like no one even knows that. Great. Did one. we share that yet? Yeah. I think we did. Oh, dang it. Okay. Well, there's more. There's plenty more. There's plenty more, but all right, we're going to go. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We'll catch you guys next week. Adios. Ciao. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. It means the world to us that you are listening, liking, subscribing, and following us on Instagram. We are really trying to build up our rating in Apple Podcasts. So if you could leave a review, we are a review and a rating. We are doing a giveaway at the end of the year for AirPod Pros. So Kara is going to tell you how you can enter that giveaway. Yes. So to be entered into this giveaway, you need to leave a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and click five-star, write a little snippet about what you're enjoying with the podcast, and then screenshot that and send it to our Instagram at we're already friends. That way you'll be entered. We'll see it. And yeah, we're doing the drawing at the end of the year. So again, thank you for your support. It really means the world to us and it lets us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time.